It's just beeping all the way through because it's down there. Really loud. Hi, Edward has actually stole half my talk when he introduced everything this morning, but that's okay because it can be repeated. Um, so I'm going to read James again. Um, and yeah, Moses gave us this verse. And um, I think um, personally, at the start of the trip, um, I was really struggling and I was really, God, this isn't like Kenya. And I was just um, finding, finding it really difficult um, to, I don't know, just everything. I, I don't know, I was having a bit of a mare, really. Um, no particular reason. Um, I just really struggled. Um, and then Moses gave us this verse while we were in, uh, when we'd just gone to the coast that said, um, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that testing, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Uh, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And um, just think, like mostly Edward said all, but um, I just think that verse is amazing. And yes, it really did challenge me. And I'll just share a bit about how it challenged me um, while in India. But then I'll just talk about how I just feel like God really wants that, to apply that to our lives uh, here. Um, yeah, like everyone said, um, we all got very sick. It was quite funny. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> everyone, God really blessed us. The fact that... Um, I'm going to be blunt, it was coming out of all ends, and everyone was laughing, like, we found it more funny than anything, um, and that was just totally God, because it's not very funny, um, so God really blessed us with that, um, but yeah, one of the days, um, where, when we each had our own days, we were just like, Ugh, and there was the one day when it was just worse for everyone, um, and the day we went to Kakavada, um, in the morning, we'd gone to um, breakfast at Shaker's brother's house, um, and just felt like death it was just like, no chance, God, am I serving you today? Uh, you're having a joke. I'm going to sit and I'll be better and I'll serve you tomorrow uh, or the next day just um, when I'm feeling a bit better because there's no point. You can't use me today. Um, I don't really think I can stay far from the toilet, so I think it's best that I just sit back and relax today. Um, and so I sat having a little, trying to sleep just uh, while everyone was eating breakfast. And um, Chandra came over and prayed for me. I tell you for free, Chandra is amazing. She challenged, challenged me so much, God really used her. Um, but she came over and she prayed, um, and I didn't feel any better. I felt really rubbish still. And then she just spoke to my heart, and I just knew it was God. And she said, even when I'm ill, I go and serve God. Even when I feel awful, I go and serve God, and I pray for people, and I preach his word. And I was like, ouch. Because I know it's just... <laughs> She saw me sat there, and she knew she could just tell. Like God had clearly told her, "Em's not going to serve me today," because I had said to God, "No, no chance." And um, and she came over, and when she said that, it just massively convicted me. And I was just like, "Okay, God, I'll serve you today." And just just as she prayed, I just felt I felt God's strength in a way I never had before. And like I've I've um, been blessed so many times that God's filled me with His strength. Um, and I'm, I'm sure many of you have, that actually, when we pray a lot of the time, God, well, he heals, and it's incredible, it's amazing. Um, and I guess I was kind of hoping for that, that kind of strength, you know, when, when you ask God, please, please, God, heal me so I can serve you, heal me so I feel better, so I feel restored. Um, but actually, this time, God did not restore my body, didn't feel better at all after praying physically I felt weak and I felt like I was shaking because we just didn't want to eat and so you just 
um, physically, I felt pants still. Um, but then it was so weird. I've never had it. It's just so cool. I just found it amazing. But actually, I was so like, yes, let's do this. And I was just like hobbling to the bus, feeling rubbish, but just like, yes, serve God. And it was just like, where did that come from? Because five minutes ago, I felt rubbish. Um, and even throughout that day, I kept being like getting tired and being like, no, I don't, I don't want to. And like we're in the service, um, Toby, uh, Ed sprung Toby and got Toby to come up. Um, and then I just felt God being like, right, uh, even if you've got nothing to say, say something now. Just, just to push me out of my comfort zone when I felt rubbish. Um, and just in doing that, just serving God. And like Toby was saying, as soon as I started speaking, I was like, oh, I should carry on speaking all day because I just feel better when I talk. Like just every time I serve God, I just, my body was able to do it, even though I just physically did not, I was just not strong enough, didn't feel strong enough. Um, and I just found that really cool. Um, and just as I was praying last night about what to say today, I just, I really felt like, um, healing is amazing. Like, when, when God restores our bodies, it's miracle. It's absolutely amazing, and it blows my mind. But actually, so much of the time, we, we won't serve God unless we're feeling okay, unless we're feeling good, unless our circumstances are fine, unless we're feeling um, strong physically and mentally and spiritually. Um, and actually, I think God like, wants to challenge all of us, just like, that's not how it works. That's not the deal. That's not what he's saying he wants us to do. Actually, he calls us to serve him all the time. He's calling us to serve him when we're sick and when we're shooting out of all ends. He's calling us to, to serve him when actually we're brokenhearted. He's calling us to serve him when our friends don't know him and that breaks our heart, when our families don't know him and it breaks our heart. Um, he, he's calling us to serve him when we're, we're knocking on death's door, when actually we have nothing left to give, when we're the weakest. And at those times are the times when God's really going to use us. Yes, God can use us when we're strong. He can use us when we're, when we're well and everything's just dandy. But in my experience, and I just feel like God's saying, like the times when, when like, we're stripped down to nothing, when we are just, we have nothing left to give and we are just on the floor, like that is the time when, when powerful things are going to happen because finally we will just let go. And that's just what happened that, that one day in India when I just... I couldn't give it anymore. I just had nothing left to give. And like, God takes us when we're weak and, and just fills us with him. And I think, I think, yes, we should be praying for healing. Yes, definitely. Not saying we shouldn't. But I think at times, when we're feeling ill or when we're going through stuff, which actually, like James was talking about, when, when we're going through trials and when we're going through things which are breaking our hearts, um, rather than praying, God, make it disappear, make it go away, actually, God, use me in this. And actually, when I don't want to serve you, when I don't want to pray, when I don't even want to go to church, when I just, no, just go away, then those are the times when we're just, when, when we need to be pressing into God and saying every second, okay, God, use me, use me, use me, use me. Because those are the times we're going to really see miracles. And those are the times, actually, we're going to be blessed more, that we're going to see the kingdom in our own lives as well in, as in everyone around us. Um, and, yeah, just another thing um, I was really challenged about um, was, was prayer. Um, just God's really taken me on a journey with prayer. And, and um, Anna was really pushing into prayer. And it just really challenged me, like, do we, do we pray when we're not feeling right? I don't. 
I, I, I don't, I can't be bothered half the time. And I just think, no, I think prayer has to be such a, a ritual thing. And actually, we need to be praying even when we're feeling rubbish, feeling pants. And like, like I say before, that's, that's the times we need to be praying the most. Um, and that's the times we're going to see things happen the most. Um, so I just, I just want to challenge each one of you, like, be praying for the people around you. Be praying for, um, I know this is a totally different note, but I just wanted to say another thing. Just, we are called to be where we are. We're called to be where we go. And right, right now, I'm called to be right here. And to, like, 10 days ago, I was called to be right where I was there in India. And, and next week, I'll be called to be a soul survivor. I'll be called to be with young people. And, like, wherever we are, we're called to be there. And I think a lot of the time we think, oh, we've got to wait on a calling. We've got to wait for something. We've got to wait until God's like, go there, go there. And it's like, no, you are called to where you are. And, um, yes, God will call you other places. But he knows where you are always going to be. He, he knows where he chose for you to be born. And, like, he knows who he chose for your family to be. He knows he chose where you went to school. He, chose, he, cho- he, know, he knows all those things. He knew it. And there's no mistake that each one of us are in those places because there's people around each one of us, like tons of people who don't know Jesus. And actually, if we're so concerned about going, um, going somewhere else when, and, and having a heart for somewhere else, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great. Um, but actually, when we're blind to the people around us, when we're just as much called to be there as we are to be called to go out to India and places like that, when... We're the ones who are put there. God's put us there. So we should be crying out for our communities and we need to be crying out for them because who else will if everyone's got a heart for somewhere else? And um, yes, I, I feel like I'm just like slagging off like overseas ministry, but I'm not. I think that's amazing and I think that's incredible because God calls us there too. But we need to be crying out for here. We need to be crying out for shipping Camden. We need to be crying out for the valleys because I love the valleys. <laughs> Ask anyone. And just like... Let's, let's really be looking at God and let's, even when we're feeling rubbish, pray for your neighbours, pray for your families because we're not going to feel rubbish for very long. Like, it's all temporary. Our, our heartbreak and our bad situations um, and our sickness, it's all temporary. It may seem to last forever right now, but actually there's a day when it'll all end and then there's a day when those things, those, those times we should have reached out and we didn't because we felt ill, then, like... We'll, we'll realize that was a mistake because there's eternity to deal with. And actually, what's more important, someone's salvation for, for eternity or us feeling a bit sick and diarrhea-y one day, you know? It's big di- I know people go through big problems, but still, in comparison to someone's eternity, it's nothing. So I just, I just feel, yeah. Yeah. Karis is going to come talk about prayer as well now. Hello. Um, one of the things which struck me most about India was everyone's attitude to prayer. And now, as lots of people have touched on it, and so I'm kind of panicking now, but I'm going to talk about it still. And um, yeah, they were just so eager to meet with God. There was such a hunger there. And for me personally, I don't think I've ever prayed for such a copious amount of people in my life. It was like after every service we did, every single person who attended the meeting would join one of the many queues that had formed in front of each of the leaders. And it was like, oh, (laughs) lots of people, okay. And so, which was a bit daunting at first, but then it was because there was just so many. And then it was like, wow, these people are just so eager 
they so want to meet with God, and it was incredible. And it was also amazing that how frequently prayers were answered, and like how they'd kind of like these guys are talking about how when people would be healed, they'd just say, "Oh, thank you," and then then sort of just potter off, and you'd say, "Oh, is it feeling better?" So they'd do their Indian head shake, which means yes, and then just potter off, and it was like, "Oh, I'm really excited," and I'm sure you are somewhere, <laughs> yeah. And we just saw God move in power every single day. Every single day, we would see healings. We'd be see people being set free. We'd be we'd see people coming to know Jesus and getting filled with the Holy Spirit. Like one of the highlights was um, a bus driver. He was a Hindu man, and by the end of the week, he became a Christian. And like I didn't even know he was sitting in the talks. And then after I preached one night, it was just like, oh, thank you for the word. And then I was like, I didn't know you were there. Okay, thank you. And then it was just it was just incredible just seeing seeing that happen. And from what I saw, it was because people were just so hungry for a touch of God. And they, under, they really understood that there is power in the name of Jesus, and they know what it means to depend on God. Um, James chapter 1, verse 5 to 6 in the message edition says, if you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get his help and won't be condescended when you ask for it. Ask boldly, believingly, without a second thought. I think so often people are kind of scared to ask for prayer and to ask people to pray for them. Like maybe we're thinking, oh, my problem's not that big. I'm sure someone else needs prayer more than me and I don't want to bother anyone. Or like what people might think I'm a bit weird if I just come up to the right to the front at church. And But it's like, it's just, I'm sorry to tell you this, but whatever's making you think that is not true. Like we need to be asking for prayer, like whatever it is, how big or small, like, God wants to help every single one of us. There's no one here in this room who does not need prayer. There's no one here who does not need a touch from God. In India, people were asking for prayer for absolutely everything. Like, sometimes it was healings, and sometimes it was really serious stuff. But a lot of the time, people were just asking for blessing. And, like, kids were asking for help with their studies. Like, I don't know about the other young people, but I don't ask for prayer for that very much unless I'm really in trouble. I know I should have worked harder and it's an exam tomorrow. But it's like, I just love that. And it was like, and people just wanting blessing over their harvest. Like, I prayed for a lady who, um, on, when we were having breakfast and all the village were watching us and want, waiting for prayer. And I prayed, and she just said, can you just bless my harvest? I said, okay, like, after all the other people. And then I just prayed for her. And then she came up to me afterwards, this, this big bag of fruit, just to thank me for just praying for her harvest. And I, just, I was just so touched. I was like, it was a huge bag of fruit. Like, I don't know how much she was producing, but it was, it was a massive amount. And I was just like, you know, she, was re- she just wanted to be blessed. And I just love that. And they recognized that whether they felt, like, really good or not good, they still needed a touch from God. They were just so desperate. They were starving for a touch of God. Like, People would just want would just want to be blessed. Like I remember playing praying for this uh, woman and her child, and she was just like, "I just want bre- blessing over my child." And the child was crying because she was like, "Scary white lady gonna pray for me," and so she was panicking. And she was the child was just staring at me and just like, Aah. and then I started praying, and then she just kind of she stopped, and then she just broke out into a smile, and then was laughing by the end of the prayer because she'd just been filled with joy. She was only about two probably, but she was just laughing, and I was just like. Like, God is moving, and he, just, he wants to just bless us. It's, not, like, it's okay to just, to just want a blessing from him. It's okay to just, to just ask for prayer for that. It's okay. And what was really cool was one of my responsibilities was to lead the response time during some of the kids' sessions. And um, like various other people already touched on it. And it was just 
amazing seeing kids laying hands on each other and praying for healing and seeing kids healed. And it was just, oh, it was just incredible. And when, like, the kids would say, and when we'd say, was anyone healed? And then kids would come up and say, yeah, I was healed. God touched me. God did this. And I was, it was just like, because I got to stand at the front, like, overseeing, and I was just like, oh, this is great. This is really cool. And just one of the reasons he is moving so powerfully is because they are just so desperate and they are expectant for him to come and heal and to work and to move. One of the nights we were at... Um, we were in the field church, and it was probably one of the poorest churches that we went to. But I've never experienced, like, I literally, we literally walked into that field, and God's presence was just so thick around there. There was so much of God's presence there, and they were so, they were so hungry. Anna preached on being really hungry for God, and then afterwards, there were just, all the people would just come up, and they were just like, they were just crying out for a touch of God's spirit. They were so excited to see God move, so excited. And I just found it, it was just incredible, like how they were just so expectant. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, lost my place. I think my main question, what I really wanted to just take back after India was, are we hungry? Like, I think, because I think often in the church services, when there's a response time, we often think, okay. I don't, I don't really need, don't really need any serious prayer or anything like that. Like I think, but I just think, I just love, I just love it if everyone was just like right here, would just pray for each other just where we're sitting because everyone needs a touch from God and everyone needs to be prayed for. There's no shame in needing prayer, and I think if we just, like, could we just turn to the people we're sat by? And just pray for each other. It doesn't have to be anything serious. You can ask for prayer for healing if you'd like. You can ask for prayer for anything. But it's okay to just want a blessing. It's okay to just want God to be with you more in your job or in your school or wherever you are. Like, and so I think if we could do that now as a time of response, to just turn to the people you're sat with. Just pray.